Hello, and welcome to the first episode of The Ringo Zone, where we're going to take Steven Universe way too seriously. So, uh, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Dylan, and on the Reddit, I'm uh, Method in Red. Uh, I'm Evan. I'm Evan Neo on Reddit. And I am... I, I am... I am Sabath. Uh, it's pronounced Sabath. I'm Sabath on the Reddit. And I am Max, and I am Vivav on Reddit. And here we are in the Ringo Zone. What do we do now? In glorious Technicolor. <laughs> yes. Let's take uh, Reformed too seriously, I guess, because it's the Got most it. recent episode. It is. Now, when you say too seriously, do you mean like, like let's analyze it too seriously, or let's take every single thing, take that too seriously, and... Uh, based crazy theories on that. Do you mean that? Baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, it's just, question, it's just, question one. Did you like it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I yes. did. Yeah, I think that everybody probably was disappointed, though, because everyone was expecting to be uh, a whole was, thing about regenera- uh, corruption, and it totally was not about that at I was, all. I was super excited about it. I, well, I wasn't, like, anticipating anything like that. I was happy with the fact that she got her regeneration at, at all. Now they all have new outfits. Yeah. See, for me, it's like, <laughs> I just kind of don't trust the fandom. Like, generally, like, I mean, they had something with the Garand is a fusion thing, and I'm sure, like, some of the diamond theories out there are valid. But it's like, the fandom gets really high on its own hype. They are so, in the Ringo Zone. But, at all yeah, the fandom's already in the Ringo Zone, and now here we are. But I'm just like... Well, hold I'm on. Just, Go into stuff without expectations. Yeah. Well, I mean, hold on. Let me. Let me. Uh, let's let's backpedal for a second and go back to introductions for ourselves again. Uh, we want to establish our archetypes. Uh, Max archetypes. is the. Yeah, you're the uh, resident self-loathing hyper fan. I uh, am. What? <laughs> oh, okay. Is sure. that like a Sundari thing? Do I call people <laughs> Baka and tell them that I don't like? Well. Them? Well, look at you on on the Reddit. You know, notice you're... me, senpai. Yeah, no, I am. I <laughs> am your devil's that. advocate, oh, man. Your devil's I, advocate, extreme. Um, I just consider myself the resident curmudgeon of the yeah. subreddit. That's that's a good way to put it. I think you're, you're the curmudgeon. Uh, I'm the lurker. I even, I even once I saw that you could have yelling, angry Nanafa as a flare. I immediately knew I had to change to that <laughs> because not. that is just me, and that is my relationship with the Steven Universe fandom. <laughs> I just like your head cannon is not actual cannon, yeah. whippersnapper. I think that's that's my job too. Is I just like give hard data slash you don't know that because nothing because no, and but that I, you also yeah, like, you're sort of our like our Spock, so, I guess. You're yeah, all about he's, the, the he's logic. He's the logic. But you also get to read it in Connie's voice. So like, sorry to disappoint everybody. I do not have the voice of Connie in my story. It'd be great if I did. <laughs> but it's like it takes a little bit of the edge off. You know, I had already committed to this podcast when I found out that he did not sound like Connie. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn it. Uh, we all we all kind of got you know fucked over on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's really. None of us just want to quit at this point. Like, we all, we're kind of done. But we're contractually like, <laughs> obligated to be in this now at this point. I couldn't get the voice actress. It was, it was, it's too bad. If I try uh, to skip out, he gets my foot. Yeah. It gets you on the feet, the toes. He sucks your toes. Um, uh, and I'm the lurker. I'm obviously the lurker, uh, the naive type, the one that's optimistic. Um, you don't give a fuck about him. He's, he's not on the subreddit. He's a nobody. 
I'm a nobody. <laughs> I do a lot of artwork. You've probably seen my artwork, maybe. I don't know. You probably have passed over looking at my artwork and uh, been yeah. forced to read my comments. Yeah, you're one. I, you know, I still love that African warlord <laughs> lapis drawing. People do and not I, like that. Because you <laughs> asked me yeah. to rewrite the word bubble. <laughs> People are not fans of the fact that I drew her condoning child armies, I guess. They don't get the the joke is that, that she doesn't, but it's fine. It's okay. I didn't see it, so I have no... Friggin' clue what you guys It's great. This yeah. lapis dressed as, like, an African warlord, and she's, like, holding a gun and smoking, and she's just, like, conquered a village, and she's giving her soldiers instructions. What the heck? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll post it in this little conversation a lot. But let's get mildly on track, though, so we don't run out of time for these, these fine folks. Well, what is on track? What does that make, Evan? <laughs> I've heard that phrase tossed around a couple of times. I just... Well, I think we're here to talk about an episode. Yeah. Um, Yes, I just wanted everyone to know that's listening. um, Who... How are our dynamic? Yeah, no, I think that's good. Yeah. I think it's better to... Oh, no one said mine. What am I? You're Uh, the one who cares about our dynamic. Local bagel. Local bagel? Baker. Oh, <laughs> hey, you're like amicable. You're nice. You, you're the pretty you got a good one. Radio voice. Oh, and, uh, you know, you guys. You're a good guy. Oh, you're the you're the you're a foil for me and Max together. <laughs> I think here's what's going to happen is that we're just going to have conversations and we'll see what kind of people we are because you can't you can't pigeonhole folks. The things about that's true. some of us might be racist. That's true too. I definitely maybe. am against pigeons. Yeah, fuck pigeons. But um, <laughs> what I'm trying if to say is that uh, listening. human beings are just people in general. Um, you can't really ever like completely categorize somebody because people are a walking mess of contradictions. And how you act can depend on a variety of factors, or what situation you're in, what your yeah, mood is like, all that stuff. Self, yada, yada. And yeah. so, what here to talk about? So, what I'm saying is that, you know, it's kind of... We can look at ourselves and be introspective all day, but that's what they did in Reformed. Oh, we fought it all around. Look at full circle. Look at that. This this is the guy. What a nice segue. Pro-level podcast. So smooth and not choppy at all. I just wanted to toss out there. Pearl and Greg hanging out. I really hope that blossoms into a beautiful friendship because I want more of that. That was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I like seeing them working on the car together. That was cool. Just, yeah, it's just be them bonding over the van, and then eventually they're just going to be, like, mutually reminiscing about how hot Rose was. Yeah, really, besides, <laughs> besides wanting to fuck Rose, that's all they have in common is, like, auto, auto repair, I guess, at this point. <laughs> I don't like that a lot. Well, also, they care about Steven. Um, they're both, like, into auto repair, and they both had it bad for Rose. So. Yes, yeah, there's a lot in common. Yeah. I, I thought it was also cool how, like, there was, uh, like, another allegory for the fucking show. Like, we've got, like, Lil Butler, we've got Cookie Cat Song, and now we've got Crying Breakfast Friends, which is a glaring. Oh, like, man. You guys this have is you the show. Quiz? Have you seen, yeah, someone, like, posted a quiz online, and you can take it? Um, oh, for the for the crying breakfast friends. Yeah, and I got I got the yeah I got the croissant too because the thing about the croissant is like I don't think that like I am like Stephen. I definitely think I'm more like Amethyst. But Stephen's answers are just kind of like the they're answers. Middle because, of the roadie. Yeah, they're middle of the road and reasonable, and, and like they're not about any extreme. Well, that's the thing is this so, show is. Oh, I answer those. This show is about like, Stephen. 
is like one emotionally mature and like kind of responsible kid, and then like a bunch of really, really batshit, insanely emotionally mature, ridiculous people who have to raise it. Like he is, he's the most like I don't know, logical and emotionally developed person on that entire show. Everybody else is a mess besides that kid. Yeah. yeah. Despite them being thousands of years old. Yeah, you'd think in thousands of years you kind of find, like, a zen. But no, instead you get, I'm going to steal you and bring you to space. Say goodbye to your father. Too late. I think it's um, kind (laughs) of like this uh, one quote from uh, Ben 10. It's the episode where they introduce this character who's obviously supposed to be Doctor Who. And he's like, I floated in time for thousands of years and I went insane. And then I got bored of that and went sane again for the next few thousand years. Ooh, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Fair allegory. Um, I was going to say on a serious level of like people say nothing really happened, blah, 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 besides seeing how regeneration works, was that it was like further evidence that Garnet isn't Amos's new mom, but she's like, she's like, if Rose was. Gar- or, or, uh, with Amos' mom, Garnet's like her cool aunt now. who took care of her after her mom died when she was 10. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, it's definitely a maternal well, relationship. I think yeah. Garnet is really just like, I think Garnet had the realization early on that she needed to grow up. And she was probably pretty already grown up being the quote unquote older sibling kind of mom. Um, yeah. But I think that she is really trying to help uh, help Amethyst realize that the same thing that uh, she realized probably a long time ago is that things have to change because, because you have to be an adult at some point, a quote unquote adult, you know? Well, the other interesting thing that I got from this and um, really it's just kind of the longer the series goes on, the more you see it. I think Garnet's like fundamental philosophy on life is that you just have to let things naturally happen. Like um, I've talked about before, or maybe not, maybe not in like some of the test meetings we did before we got all four of us together. Mm-hmm. But like uh, Garnet, the reason like I say Square Mom is best mom, and I mean it because Amethyst like doesn't care about how Stephen grows at all. Pearl is like trying to shape him in this very specific thing, but Garnet's trying to like gently push him to just be the best Stephen. She, uh, he can be, and she's, she's, like, she's like just, you know, this mom. relationship, between, yeah, she's this relationship between these two gems, so she can, like, only be what she is, and, uh, with Amethyst, it's, like, what she's trying to push her towards is that you don't have to be anything but yourself, and with Jamie, even, in, um, Love Letters, it's, like, she's talking about how, like, love actually works and it's not just like a thing you think and force it's something that has to happen over time so that's like really yeah garnet it is like her philosophy is kind of very zen uh you just have to let everything be yeah and it strikes me that maybe future i mean i probably well it sense that she would rebel against homeworld because of that because homeworld is trying to like tear down things and shape the universe of how they think it should be yeah, and I think thousands of years of having future vision probably helps that when, like, you see that, like, she has that line to Steven where it's like, you can't control your future and, like, you need to stop obsessing over it. Like, shit will just happen, and besides me, no one can control uh, like, anything. Living in under constant, like, I, I know what exactly can happen. It's like, it doesn't matter that I know what can happen because anything can happen. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah, she is wrong sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like uh, she doesn't really see because you don't even Garnet, who knows what's going to happen, doesn't know what's going to happen. Yeah, because just the fact that she can see the different possibilities, she doesn't know which one's going to be. Right. Yeah, and there's like surprises for her. Uh, and, and like she, just like how she described time being like the river, you know, it has to be a natural thing that it comes to. Also, kind of nebulously defined, and we really don't know the full details on how it works, and I doubt we ever will. But no, I, I, I honestly I like it better that they're that they like, like the gems have like powers, quote you know they just have like just, they just have powers. You don't try to add a, a number to it like Dragon Ball Z did. Like they don't have power levels, which <laughs> you know. Well, uh, Future Vision is just Rebecca Sugar God modding in her in her fanfic. So <laughs> <laughs> I think if like the problem with Future Vision is that it's like you can't show it to us because it's incomprehensible to a human being. It's, it's impossible to actually understand that. And then too, like if she, well, I, I don't think it's like I mean on the level that she experiences it, I don't think we ever could understand it. And then also, I think if she constantly had Future Vision and it constantly worked, there just wouldn't be a show. It would be Garnet stopping everything before it happens and everyone just like, like going through their day and reading the newspaper and shit. Like you can't it has to be it has like, to be a limitation I, to it. Guys point. last episode of the show it's revealed the entire series was just a future vision. <laughs> yeah no it's <laughs> Garnet's in a hospital and she's she's theory, looking at a right? uh, looking at a snow globe and she's like no. <laughs> that's right. she just drops that same fucking no, elsewhere or whatever called. <laughs> yeah. No it's Garnet looking at freaking Rose and Greg and then she uppercuts Greg. <laughs> she punches him right in the balls, and she's like, like "No, wrong. With, I don't want to deal with your kid." <laughs> That'd be great. The last scene, she punches him in the balls and goes, "I don't want to deal with your asshole kid." <laughs> great. No, it's not even that. It's like she she loves Stephen, but then she just sees in the future vision, just completely unavoidable. The one day he is a fart, and it just smells that bad, and that's when she punches Greg. <laughs> This is not worth the trouble. Uh, yeah. <laughs> having a child. And the whole series ends uh, there. So, how about Amethyst? You know, the character who the episode focused on. I thought it was interesting that they, uh, they, you pointed out that a character doesn't like herself. Like, that's like, like very directly, they were like, you hate yourself. And it's like, like she, they touched on that and on the run, but they didn't outright say to another character pointing at they her, didn't, you fucking hate yourself. yourself. Well, I don't think they needed another character to say it. She said it. <laughs> That's yeah. true. But I mean, the fact that <laughs> Stephen's like you so know, aware of it now, though. That's what I mean. It's like, it's, he's coping with somebody's like, what we would call like, it's like, you know, I don't know, just dysfunction or something. I don't know. It's, it's rare for him to actually like directly understand like what's wrong. He just kind of intuitively seems to understand. Like in maximum capacity, he has a really roundabout, like, overall life lesson of, like, you have to deal with the past, but he totally doesn't know what he's talking about, whereas this time he finally is like, your life is fucked up, but it's, sorry, that's what's wrong, and that's, you know what I mean? Like, he had a very, <laughs> had a good handle on it for once, I don't know, he's very clueless most of the time, and just accidentally kind of correct. You know, yeah. I, uh. I, I really, I'm, I want, like, because we, we've seen Amethyst dealing with her, like, self-hatred, you know, a couple of times. But I really want to see her, like, deal with, like, what she is in, like, a very, like, a real way, you know, like, confront it head-on instead of just, like, lashing out against other people and in a way herself. Yeah, I think you need something Somehow, like a, like a self-introspective sort of episode with Amethyst. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that would be really cool to see that, like, you know, 
Trevor be like, yeah, I know I'm not like the others, but like that's you know. Yeah, like, I love Tiger Millionaire. Could, well, what would you do exactly? You're special, and Stephen could be like, I'm also not like the others, and then they high five. Well, that's like Tiger Millionaire. Yeah, right? that is. Um, yeah, and they get it's a, yeah, a sense of it. But I'd love Tiger to see. Millionaire. I'd like to see more of what that's she true. does in her free Good time. Point. You know, like she. Yeah, I mean, that's much the thing is like um. Because I, I think I think it's basically like everyone knows it by now, but like uh, the reason that you never see anybody using a fan nickname for Amethyst, calling her like when you do rarely see it, it's fun mom. But the reason you never see it is because Amethyst doesn't act like a mom. Like right. uh, it's like cause I think like the first time I heard about Steven Universe, like I was reading like the show is about like one kid and his three older sisters, and then I'm watching this and I'm like Pearl kind of borders on mother and sister. But my own older brother has always been very controlling and kind of acts like he's a parent, even though he has no authority over me. So, like, I figure that's kind of an older sibling thing that some of them do. So I could buy Pearl's a sister, but Ameth, but like only Garnet's really the one that ever seemed like a mom. <laughs> yeah, they're like, all, if yeah, you definitely. combined all three Alexandre style, you get one solid mom, I think. Like, none of them are, would be a good mother or function as a mother alone. Well, the best moms can lift bosses. I was that, Actually, that brings up yeah. a thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, segue here. How was this show first pitched to you? Like, when, when your friend, or I, I guess if you started watching uh, at the beginning. Because uh, it was my, my girlfriend at the time, or still girlfriend, I guess. Um, she was like, it's like Sailor Moon if it was about a fat oh. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. I, that's something I could jive with. <laughs> what? I didn't, for me, I didn't get it pitched. I just saw um, YouTube videos. I, saw, I watched 10 very specific clips off of YouTube that were in my recommended, and I was like, I got to watch the show. <laughs> I knew um, like a sugar was involved, and I was like, all right, I'm good. First episode in, and then I have not stopped watching pretty much. Ugh. I was on Tumblr, and uh, the song Giant Woman showed <laughs> up in my dashboard, and I'm like, hey, someone wrote a song about my fetish. What's it from? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rebecca Sugar. You really hit home and in my pants. <laughs> Well, actually, no, that's, like that. a, that's like the big thing for me, and it's getting like increasingly harder because like the show's like Stop that. inserting increasingly harder. Hold on, yeah, don't. no, no, no. <laughs> it's, just okay. say, it's getting right. it's getting more difficult. There it's getting go. more difficult because um, like I I like really try not to think of Steven Universe in like sexual terms. All it's not like a thing like oh I get a boner towards cartoons. It's just like. I really like a lot of the show's messages and like the purity of it and like its spirit and everything. Yeah, and so that's like, that's always my. I, I respect this more than the than I don't like to see Rule Thirty Four because I respect the show too much. Yeah, but then they start like inserting overt sexuality into the show, and I'm like, damn it, it is really Pearl's hard not to fit. I, I see that more as like a nice parallel to to reality. You know, like they're teaching how. That sort of sexuality is, you know, healthy for a relationship. I'm just saying, not, love not... letters. Garnet walks out of the ocean, and oh, I'm yeah. telling you, that's like a sexual awakening for a bunch of kids. Like it's got to be at least in the triple digits. <laughs> yeah, 
No, and I, I, as for the rule thirty four thing, hundred kids. As for the thirty four thing, this might be an unpopular opinion, but like as an artist, but no, I'm just, I think do whatever the fuck you want. Like if you want to draw the the gems as clan members, more power to you. Like just, like, I don't know, like do whatever the fuck you want. Like if you want to draw everyone getting gang banged, like I don't know, do it, man. Like I, I don't necessarily well, I never want to look at it. it. I just said I don't want to see it. To be fair, he didn't say that you shouldn't do it. Or couldn't do it. Yeah, he just said that no. you. Oh, I was. Yeah, I, that got me on the thought. But I'm just talking about. There's a lot of people who have a direct issue with it in the sense that they're like, "This is a wrong thing to do. It's a cartoon." And where to me, I'm just like, Look, man, is, if you're not saying your taste, whatever your taste, you yeah. want, just don't show me." Yeah, that's the fair thing. I, I don't think tagging it on Tumblr is necessarily the best thing to do because there are like 12 year olds that might not have seen a drawn vagina yet, and it could destroy their. I worlds. mean. We can't yeah, judge. Yeah. I know all four of us here had a thing for Nala from the from Lion King. Oh no! Oh no! I I found out that like <laughs> that's a thing, and there are people that do that. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Why? Want to fuck lions? You yeah. don't. Apparently, it's a lot. Of, well, no, it's not people who want to fuck lions. It's people who want to fuck that one specific lion, and. Speaking of lion, <laughs> I made the mistake of searching Steven Universe just like on the Tumblr search engine once, and I saw a very disturbing picture of lion that scarred me for life. Yeah, never Ooh, do so. that. That's the uh, let's not talk about it. Yeah, that's so the worst thing yeah. on the internet. Never that's a different universe. Like this, without, that's a different podcast. Yeah, without safe that's search. That's the on. late night podcast. <laughs> It is Dude, late. it's past midnight. We are late night. Well, that's the later, that's the pretty late night podcast. Right, so I, I have a question. <laughs> How the fuck do you guys think the slinker got in there? Because it was there for apparently like a while or it snuck in and why would it want oh, to go? Yeah. Well, it can dig and burrow through stuff and Amethyst's room is pretty messy. Who was I mean, it's for- basically the slinker. Actually, here's, here's a real life experience. Um, so right now I'm uh, in my family's home at uh, D.C. and usually I'm living in an apartment in Boston and like I've got a mouse in my apartment and I have no goddamn idea how it got in there. But it's always like crawling around and hiding under crap. So while I'm gone, I just like put in a request with maintenance to take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Were they- so, I mean, I think that's the thing. Like shit can just and like because my apartment is really messy. So, like, shit can get in there without your notice, and they can squeeze through tight spaces, and, like, mice can, like, gnaw through stuff, and I'm guessing the slinker is the exact same thing. Like, chews through shit or, like, digs, and it's pretty malleable in form. So, slinker is basically a giant death mouse. It could have been there for, like, thousands of years, I guess, and nobody noticed, or it crawled there in the night, and then it was there for an undetermined amount of time. But just either way, it's, like, weird that there would be... Like, considering that Garnet is, like... like she, like, touches her glasses and she's, like, halfway around the world, there's a tiny gem which is gonna grab a book and we need to stop it. She can do that, but then she wasn't aware there was, like, a fucking Venus, Venus flytrap just running around the temple fucking shit up. Like, that's crazy to me. The, the pearls on the figure that out. And not, like, Future Vision Lady. Like, that's, that's nuts. <laughs> like, she figures shit out from, well, like... that's why I said... Future vision is just the worst. And you gotta, that's why you gotta be able to like. At some point, you have to like. I guess do uh, like 
like crisis management, I guess is what I'm looking for. You know, like you could, you have to be like prioritize, you know, like maybe the slinker thing isn't quite as important as something else because I'm seeing everything in the future. Yeah. That's you true. Know? Yeah. But it's like, maybe she just didn't, maybe she assumed that the, the she could have assumed that the possible future that she was going to get was one where the slinker didn't show up. Well, yeah, also, it's possible. Also, she needs a variable. Maybe, yeah. But- like that's this is the question. Well, they had met the slinker before, though. The question, though, is like maybe okay. she just does know how shit's going to turn out, and she's like, she like saw how the day's events would play out, and she's like, I agree with Pearl Amethyst's shirt strap really bothers me, <laughs> so she just let it all happen. Because yeah. honestly, <laughs> that's, that's talk about just uh, Amethyst. Like new design for a second because honestly, I'm not into it. I, I, I do like it. the fixed shoulder strap, but aside from that, I'm not into it. I'm I think it's gonna grow on me. I'm not like a huge fan of it right now, but I like the black, I guess. See, I, I don't like, like the color. The... Really, a substantial what? look like it's pretty new clothing it's rather pretty than just a new color. Like, there's color. not a whole lot going on with it, is my only real thing. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, it's not. I, I think it, it fits her as a character, though, because she she's simple. She's minimalist. She's sure, she's, she's not about. I mean, unless she's like wearing literally like a peacock or something. Like she's not like super flashy either. Yeah, I I like that they streamlined her design, and it seemed very amethysty, and it kind of like has a little bit of a like she's a little bit of like a rebellious teenager, and now she looks like she's kind of like designed more like a twenty year old sorta. And I don't know, I kind of wish they did something with her hair, but that's about it. I like it. Yeah. And it, it, it did well with, like, the way Garnet's outfit was very much Garnet. Like, if I didn't have my glasses on, I would be like, oh, that's Garnet, whatever. But then, you you know, I can look at it correctly, and I'm like, oh, yeah. it's totally different. You know, Same I with never, hers. Yeah, I never noticed that uh, Garnet's outfit changed. Like, uh, the only reason I noticed it, it's like, is her skin pinker now? Because before, <laughs> yeah. it, it's like, before Garnet is, like, the only one of the crystal gems who looks like an actual human race, and now she doesn't anymore. Did they de-black her? <laughs> I, I actually, I was looking at, I was looking at her character model. I'm actually really glad ref. that people like, did flip out about that. Well, I was looking at her character model for color <laughs> reference, and I'm pretty sure that like when I looked at both of them, because I was drawing an old Garnet and a new Garnet, they're like basically the same, they're just up against different colors. Oh, well... Maybe that is actually a thing that does happen. It's a like, color uh, theory, bro. What? <laughs> uh, colors are weird. Eyes are weird. Yeah, they're really colors shitty. Are <laughs> weird. Colors are shitty. Sore eyeballs. I'm an artist. I just wish I were a I, man. I like <laughs> eyeballs. <laughs> Alright, what, what else? What else What else stuck out to y'all in this one? I Amos's face at the end stuck out to me as glaringly weird and a really really weird decision to draw it that way. It was adorable, but it was fucking freaky. Okay, are we are we back? Are we uh, back? When this is a dumb thing, Barry will edit that out. <laughs> Barry, has, because God. the last thing I heard was Sabath saying he likes eyes, and I'm not sure I want to invite him over for dinner now. Matt, edit all that out. <laughs> No, it's Barry. Barry's going to edit it. Well, Matt, Randy. Randy's the name of our guy. 
Larry, Randy. Do we have a guy? Yeah, Randy. Yeah. He's not bad, but we're going to call him Randy. Uh, and he'll cut this part Dude. out of too, I guess. But, like, I've been recording it, and I don't know who's hosting the call, but this has not been of the best audio quality. I've been looking into something else hosted on called Mumble, but I need to, like, invest in a server yeah. first. But, yeah, we'll see how this Anyone comes out who's listening to this, anyone well, who's listening to this, this should only be the one time it sounds like this. Yeah. yeah. Blame yeah. Matt. I mean, or blame Randy. <laughs> fucking a randy fucking randy yeah, this is why we don't hire randy newman to do things okay well, you know what he said he was maybe gonna do some music and i thought that would be cool and they said okay i'll do the editing but no music and it was like well we already hired him so he is a well here's human. the thing because i went into the fucking sound room and i'm asking him about his weekend plans he's just like don't make fun fucking of a randy it's newman it's- what? No, it's Randy well, we hired, I know. I'm... Actually, fun fact. <laughs> Are we like again? Are we talking about Steven Universe? No, no, we're what if Randy Newman appeared on Steven Universe? It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be. It's everything. Yeah. I just want Randy Newman to like have a guest appearance on Steven Universe now. You're teaching him how to play piano? That'd like That's amazing. my thing. Uh, I fuck with that. It, no, it'd be like It'd be like Randy is like Greg's dad or something. Well, that works really well for me, actually. That I, I, I really like that actually as an idea, but his not like is, him playing his, a character. Is like really, really lame and friendly. No, I don't want it to even be a character. Yeah, well, no, I just want his dad to be Randy thing. Newman, just straight up. <laughs> that would be. Yeah, Greg's real name is Newman. Yeah, to but, change um, the universe. Yeah, actually, no interesting fact. Yeah, interesting fact. Uh, Randy Newman, you know his singing voice sounded like this? Yeah. His speaking voice doesn't sound anything like that. It's what? actually kind of like deep and raspy. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> like if you hear Randy Newman speak. Yeah, I saw it on like a Your Blu-ray. Your voice sounds like a pack of the... cigarettes. I've got a friend of you. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Randy I don't Newman know how to, not how to live anymore. Like, what does Gilbert Godfrey sound like you in conversation? There's no way he sounds like that. I think he just. She probably just sounds the way he sounds. Got a friend in me. <laughs> it's not as it's not as cheerful that way. A lot more rapey. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh God. Well. All right. What else? So, anything did else? Learn anything about uh, Steven? comment about how Steven's nickname stuck slayed me. Oh yeah, the delivery yeah. was perfect. <laughs> the way she said it was like every line, every episode they give her like one great line, and she delivers it like fucking a plus. It still knocks it out of the fucking. Yeah, and, uh, that was she did that. I don't know. I like, rewinded that a few times just to hear it over again. It's amazing. I also really like "Don't get psychological on me, Steven. I like that one a lot too. That was good. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, no, I think the thing about Estelle <laughs> is that um. I think the big thing about Estelle is this. For, like, the first half of the series now, her character has been, like, really stoic and quiet. She hasn't said much. And when she does speak, it's often, like, very plainly. So I feel like if I were in her position, I'd want to get, like, the absolute best out of every single line. Because the thing is, Garnet's lines and delivery and, like, the whole stoic thing, it would be so easy to screw up and make boring. But True. Estelle always delivers the boring lines in this really kind of hilarious, matter-of-fact way. 
Yeah, there's a computer somewhere with 600 sound bites of her saying "howdy" just was like 600 times until somebody weaved through it and was like, "This is this is it. <laughs> this is the howdy." Really? What in the world? Really? So, so someone actually posted that. Wait, what? No, Wait, I'm, what? Just what? That must, I'm just saying that must exist. Should it right now? No, I wish no, it existed. No. Yeah, it's like, no, maybe it does exist. And the voice director would say, Estelle, we're good. We're not good yet. <laughs> yeah. If you only have that many lines, like yeah, she, she must record it a million times over. Also, though, I have to say on the note of like having no lines or anything, I like I love how they had a Grammy award-winning artist, and everyone was like, why didn't she have any songs? And then they, she had one. It's like, that's why, assholes, we saved the best for last. Like, of course she didn't have any I, songs, because we have nowhere to do that. song came my brain for, like, 20 years. When that song came on, like, I literally just started oh whimpering in hey, happiness. When, when friggin' uh, Stronger Than You, when uh, Jailbreak aired, I remember uh, afterwards, I listened to that song, like, legit a hundred times within the next 24 hours. Yeah, like, I'm not even exaggerating. Like oh, yeah, I, had yeah, I just kept yeah. playing. I, like, waited. I think everyone went through that. Were they like the, you were like, oh yeah, I'm gonna listen to this song for the rest of my life, probably. Stephen Bomb was such a weird high. Yeah, well, Stephen Bomb was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing, but this is the one problem I have with Stephen. Okay, like first thing I was gonna say is people getting introduced to the show was jailbreak because now you've taken away maybe one of the most like groundbreaking moments in that whole show. The whole episode, and now it's like just means nothing to somebody, and then we got to oh. watch the show to now have that mean nothing to them. And then two is like okay. we got five episodes, and they were like restructured, and we got this amazing like five homeworld plots in a row. Boom! And now people seem to be under the impression, probably more new fans than old, not to disparage them, but it's it's like a symptom, I guess, of having to see that initially and then rewatch the old ones because then you don't remember that almost all of this show is, like, character pieces. The Homeworld arc is, like, 10% of the fucking show. Like, and now, after that, people the seem to be really disappointed. The show is really like that. It's, like, a great part of it, but it's not... Yeah, it's not Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Stop fighting it. That's the thing that pisses me off, too. I lose that's, my... like, the thing where I get really angry with the fandom. I mean, I legitimately, like, a few hours before we recorded this, like, explained to somebody again on the subreddit, Hello? like, what was you're, it you're, you're watching Hello? the show, that's all this is, you're not, you're not missing out on plot, the plot is this show that you're watching, it's about the characters, that's about it, there's some time in the world. I, I really, we talked about this, uh, last, two weeks ago with Shirt Club, how people were like, oh man, this episode was just a filler, and I'm like, no, it's not, we got Buck Dewey, you learn more about, like, the... You spend more time with them, and you get to know why you should like these people. Yeah, like the basis or why of you show, shouldn't like yeah. these people. You know, it's, it's not yeah, a filler. Mm. Hello. The the every other episode is like the plot reveal episode, and everything in between is the filler episode, and it's not. It's not. You know, it's just it's development. Of characters and then development of the overarching plot, you know, just yeah. in different episodes. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I love most about the show is that you know, um, I mean, a lot of shows you have like the supporting characters and all, and it's all like y- you get like a very broad personality. But this show kind of gets into like who everybody in Beach City is, and that's one of the things I most appreciate. 
because for example, I'm thinking just picking a cartoon at random here, and I realize some people listening to this may actually be too young to remember, which is so weird for me. Rugrats. Um, it's like the show was about the babies, but the parents were these really interesting characters with really interesting personalities. And as a viewer, I always felt like I wanted a bit more focus on them and like who these people actually are and never got that. But Steven Universe is a show that like introduces these weird, fun, quirky characters who it's like they all kind of fit an archetype that you're used to. And then it delves further into it. And every time they show up, you like learn something more about them. And it's awesome. That was a really cool yeah. point, but all of a sudden I'm hearing my own recording back to me. I have no idea why, and everybody is well, like... We've been doing this for like 40 minutes. Yeah. You want to yeah. close it? About that time, let's... Uh, uh, well, yeah, okay, one second, though. We need let's... to end the call and then end it because everything is echoed. It sounds like you were speaking into infinity. I was. Okay. I was. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, to apologize for the sudden way this podcast ended, we now bring you a joke. What does Amethyst use to hit people? Her Amethysts. That is the joke. Thank you for listening. <laughs>